0: And we're back here on the Focus Show on WJR. Love them or hate them, roundabouts are here to stay. Roundabouts are those things that have replaced intersections in so many of our roadways here in southeast Michigan. So... Here are some of the stats. There are about 5,000 roundabouts in the U.S. and about 120 of them right here in Michigan, Some with several advanced circular intersections being constructed right here in the metro area. About 37,000 people die in car crashes nationwide. Uh, that includes about 1,000 here in Michigan, according to federal statistics. About 40% of all injury-related crashes occur in intersections. So that is why these have gained so much popularity. Uh, The USA, by the way, lags uh, uh, most countries on this area. By most estimates, the United States again has that 5,000 roundabouts. Compare that to 10,000 in the United Kingdom and about 30,000 in France. So, are they safer, or do they just annoy people? And why are we having, why are so many people still having trouble understanding how to navigate a roundabout? We thought we'd bring somebody into chat a little bit about this. Gary Petrovich is the deputy managing director with county and county highway engineer with the road commission for Oakland County. Hi, Gary. Glad you could join us today.
1: Good afternoon, Marie.
0: Did you drive Thanks through? did you drive through any roundabouts getting to uh to work today?
1: I did not today no. we look forward to going through any time we can though
0: so you know being that you're with the road Commission of for Oakland County, you have probably gotten an earful on this topic uh so I'd love to know how we're coming along on this battle of the roundabout and whether or not people are navigate, navigating them properly or whether they're not. So are we getting more used to them here in Southeast Michigan?
1: Absolutely. I certainly think so. Um, I think the, there's been a change in the public and how what they see and what they view of the roundabouts. I mean, probably 15 years ago, if we talked about putting a roundabout in the intersection, we get, we'd get a lot of pushback. Um, we still get a little pushback, but now... If we improve an intersection and don't put a roundabout at it, we get questions now. So I think there's a changing philosophy out there by the motorists and the public, for sure. And it's much more positive in how they receive them.
0: So we understand that roundabouts decrease crashes um, on average nationwide. But here in Michigan, there's no real study on how many crashes are um, taking place inside of roundabouts. Or do we have that information?
1: We certainly do. We're always tracking that type of information. Safety is our number no one priority and we're constantly take a look at the data and see what's going on out there. And the roundabouts continue to show improvements as we do see across the country here as well. It's, it's um, certainly in some instances, we may have a few more fender bender type accidents that occur in their section, but um, the, the fatalities, we haven't had one in the 24 years since we've installed roundabouts and the number of injury accidents are, down by seventy five percent. So those are the most important to us. If we have a few fender benders and send them to the bump shops, that's okay. We just don't want to um send them home in ambulances. So that's real critical to us. Keep the S- safety is number one.
0: So I I did I hear you right? In twenty four years since we first started roundabouts in in the Detroit metropolitan Detroit area, there have been no fatalities.
1: On our roundabouts. I can't speak to others, but certainly not on ours.
0: Oh, how interesting. So tell us, what's the what's the biggest issue that people have when they get to the roundabout? What is the thing that makes them either hesitate or are nervous about going through them? What's the one thing that you keep hearing about?
1: I, I think they're, 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 they're just not sure which lane to be in at times. I think that um, they need to prepare when they enter the roundabout or where they want to go. And I think if they if they do that and they're preparing and they're paying attention, then then they follow through pretty quickly. It's it's generally most of the concepts in a roundabout are no different than they're driving the rest of the road system. So it does reinforce the normal driving habits. So for the most part, they 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 find it not to be a problem.
0: So when you approach the roundabout, you need to have in your mind: I need to either go straight ahead, you know, in order to continue north or whichever direction I'm heading, or. Do I need to go off on either direction and how do I get there? So you need to think about that. I also see a lot of times that people don't yield when they come to the roundabout. They kind of just go through and that can cause all kinds of problems too. I think it's important to remember to yield. And and we
1: we heard a lot of that initially when the roundabouts were coming out and we did a lot of video recording to take a look at that and compared it to accidents. And actually we were not seeing that. Um, The people, I think people perceive that or they see a person doing it maybe which you're always going to have an oddball but for the, we did not see that as an issue why the accidents were created at the roundabout so we kind of dismissed that as just a a, a rumor or a incidental know, a huh? yeah,
0: yeah right. incidental uh i was surprised to learn that well first of all you don't ever stop at a roundabout i i kind of think that's common sense the point is to keep moving but you not even for emergency vehicles you just keep going
1: Absolutely. We don't want everybody to stop in the middle of the roundabout. We want you to clear the roundabout and get out of there so that it leaves space for the emergency vehicles to move through there. So, uh, yeah, that is the one little slight little wrinkle or difference, but just clear the roundabout and then pull over and let them then do what they need to do, which is obviously very important.
0: Yeah, and you need to stay in your lane. You did mention that. Don't pass trucks that, you know, you just have to kind of go with the flow, and um, that makes it safer to get through the roundabout uh, and to also watch – Who's in the roundabout with you, so that you're paying attention to what's around you?
1: Yeah, just go slow and be courteous, and it's amazing how well they work. So those two items alone just get you through the roundabout nice and safe, and keeps everybody happy.
0: I'm curious how um, how is it decided that an intersection needs a roundabout? Anytime we
1: see that there's a. An, Um, We're having problems at an intersection. We do an intersection control evaluation where we take a look at a lot of the data, the accidents, the volumes, the type of geometrics, what's around, what the growth rates are going to be in the area, and we take a look at our options. A roundabout is one tool in our toolbox, and if it matches up with the the issues at the intersection that are appropriate, then that's when we head towards a roundabout.
0: Are these intersections that traditionally have a lot of accidents in them? Um, sometimes,
1: sometimes it can, um, they can be a volume issue. Maybe it's an intersection that doesn't quite meet the, the need for a traffic signal, but we're having problems, whether it could be some pedestrians or some accidents or some volume issues at times of day that, um, we, we're selling a lot more smaller ones that really help out those kind of those other types of situations as
0: well. I've noticed the smaller ones. That's actually noteworthy because I've noticed in my travels that I've come across roundabouts that are definitely smaller, that aren't the two- or three-lane ones that I've seen before. You brought up the issue of pedestrians. Um, what? How do they factor into a roundabout?
1: Well, they're certainly considered, like at all intersections, um, they're considered a user that has to be um, addressed as well. And, and again, we, we feel they're nice at roundabouts because they only have to cross one lane or two lanes at a time from one direction it's a very simple type of crossing. So we, we certainly are there. We properly sign for them and in conditions where maybe we have a lot of volume. We um, even put some traffic signal type that we call Hawks in to help them get across as well, but they're always considered as part of the design to make sure they're safe as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'm, and I bet that's a, a, a really big factor. Are there any new ones going in that people should know about?
1: yeah we've uh we have forty now that we've installed since nineteen ninety nine our next one our forty first will be up in Orion township at um at orion Conklin stony creek roads and then our forty second will be next year at um baldwin and Clarkston
0: oh so really getting out into a lot of these other areas this is not those are not densely populated areas but and from what you just said, those are areas that are going that are seeing a lot of growth in other words for future growth absolutely All right, Gary, thank you so much for joining us. Gary Petrovich is the Deputy Managing Director with the Road Commission of Oakland County. We'll be careful in those roundabouts. And we'll continue here on WJR as the Focus Show unfolds. Stay with us.